Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of This Blonde Can Talk About Anything. This episode is titled, This Blonde Can Talk About the Super Bowl and a few other facts that she thinks you need to know, even if you don't really need to know them. Okay? That's the name of the show. It's my show, so I can call it whatever I want. Let's name the game, guys. Um, so you're probably wondering why I've waited six days to share my thoughts. Well, it's because I wanted to let all of the professional journalists who work for the media and all the professional idiots on social media who wanted to blame refs, make excuses, claim there is cheating, John Brady played referees, conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. Yeah. Why don't you let those people have their say first? And I also wanted to let um, Bill Belichick have ample time to just cry it out. Ample time. Also, I like to get in the last word because I'm fabulous, honey. I'm fabulous. Um, This isn't a recap. It's not a play-by-play. It's not even an assessment. It's just sharing my thoughts and dropping some truth bombs and AKA, you know, facts. Dropping some of those facts. For y'all, and um, I do have a little story about myself, which is kind of hilarious, but I am going to save it till the end because I want you to sit through this whole thing, but also because if I told you now, you wouldn't have anything to look forward to, and I feel like that would really suck if you didn't have anything to look forward to, so I'm going to hold off. <laughs> Um, Before I carry on, I just want to say that I thought it was so awesome to see so many former New England Patriots players um, and teammates of Tom and Gronk wishing them well and supporting them ahead of the game and then celebrating them post-game. That included Mr. Kraft, by the way, the owner of the New England Patriots. They were all very excited for him, and it was nice to see. Guess who didn't congratulate Tom Brady? Yep. Bill Belichick, the same guy who not that long ago said, and I quote, nobody works harder than Cam Newton. What? Yeah. Does not compute. Does not compute. Does not compute. What? That's how I felt about it, too. Um, we all saw how hard uh, hard work paid off for the New England Patriots this year. Um, you know, he just, like, Newton's not going to play for the Patriots next year. There's no chance in hell that Belichick is going to bring him back. And yet, like, not even six months ago, he was saying nobody worked harder than him, which is a lie. And Bill Belichick knows that's a lie because he worked with Tom Brady for 20 years. And for 20 years, he said the same thing about Tom Brady. there's that um anyway i feel like tom uh, sorry bill belichick probably got really excited about the possibility of getting deshaun watson but the texans are refusing to trade deshaun despite his request so that means that there's not a chance in hell that he is gonna play for the patriots and you know somewhere 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 bill belichick is like except louder and more angry. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, Bill, you should just let Stidham play. Leave the washed up guys alone. Like you're not going to win another Super Bowl. 
you lost your chance um, when Tom Brady walked up out the door, walked out of the stadium. It is what it is. You got to deal with it. You got to you got to stop crying, <laughs> and um, you got to get Linda to stop being a big baby and making her Instagram private because she doesn't want to have you know people mean being mean to her because she doesn't have the decency to say anything nice about Tom Brady and doesn't want to say what she really thinks just to save her reputation. Bill, you are canceled. You have been canceled since the day Tom Brady said goodbye. It's got to be an extra punch in the gut for you, though, that, um, that uh, you know, Tom, A.B., and Gronk were all major factors in a Super Bowl win that you did not participate in. The re- and the reason I'm, you know, addressing you by name, Bill, is because you're an egomaniac, and you're probably listening to this because you, you can't help yourself. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Oh, the irony. Anyway, so um, heading into the game, Tom Brady somehow, again, is doubted. Um, the, The Buccaneers are going in considered underdogs. We all know that Superman, Iron Man, Captain America, Ant Man, Spider Man, and all the mans wear Tom Brady pajamas, especially Batman, because it's, um, it's just Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck is, um, but he's also really, really smart, and he loves Tom Brady, which is why I know that Batman, of all the mans, is most certainly wearing Tom Brady pajamas, because like I said, Ben Affleck loves Tom Brady, smart man, and yet somehow Tom Brady is still being doubted. It, it just, it doesn't make any sense. But it is what it is. It just it just is. It do, does it make sense? No. But people people doubt him anyway. It's like no matter how great you are, how many times you prove yourself, people do not ever want to admit that you're great. And that's the saddest thing I think about life. Anyway, um, so everybody wants and has wanted Mahomes to be the golden boy, um, just like they wanted it to be Carson Wentz until he got hurt. And now nobody wants him, which is sad, but it's also not really the point here, but it's sad because I like Carson Wentz and I'm sad to see his career ending up the way that it is. But anyway, Carson Wentz wasn't in the Super Bowl, so we're not going to talk about him anymore. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Um, Mahomes, can be made to seem like the golden boy um, as much as the media chooses to, but people with actual brains, they know that Tom Brady is palladium. And for those of you who aren't fake blondes who are actually ridiculously smart like me and (laughs) don't know what palladium is, it's the most expensive metal in the world. Yeah, that's a useless fact that you didn't need to know, but now you know. So now you can say that to people and they'll think that you're really, really smart. And that's a really, really great thing. I think I'm having a bit too much fun with the sound effects. I can't help it, guys. I just can't help it. Um, As I was saying, um, Palladium is the most expensive man in the world. Um, Yeah. I'd also like to point out that Tom Brady, though we all suspected maybe Superman at one point, is not. Can confirm he is not Superman. 
It's not possible because Superman is a man of steel and Tom Brady is a man of tungsten. Again, for those of you who aren't smart blondes like me that, that don't know what that means, it's the strongest metal in the world. Um, everyone insisted this game would be a passing of the torch from Tom Brady on to uh, Mahomes, but it actually just became a historic record-breaking game. So if you're Mahomes, you're just kind of like... Bummer. Yeah, bummer. So just a few um, facts here. I'm just going to state them. 43-year-old Tom Brady became the oldest quarterback to throw in in a Super Bowl since Tom Brady at age 41. Tom Brady just became the oldest quarterback to win a Super Bowl since himself at age 41. Tom Brady is the oldest quarterback to ever become Super Bowl MVP. That's kind of crazy. Also, Tom Brady is the player to become MVP most times in a Super Bowl. Tom Brady is the only player to win a Super Bowl in the AFC and NFC. Tom Brady alone has more Super Bowl wins than every single franchise. The Buccaneers are the first team to host the Super Bowl and win it at home. Tom Brady's passer rating of 125.8 is his highest of all time, like all time in the Super Bowl. Also, he beat three MVPs to win the Super Bowl, those MVPs, of course, being um, Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes. I'm, I'm talking about falling off the cliff, washed up, too old, too slow Tom Brady. He's just like, duh, winning. It's insane. Um, he's confirmed he's coming back next year. Do I think he's coming back just to play in the season? Or do I think he's coming back to play in the Super Bowl? I think he's coming for the whole damn thing again. I think he's coming back to the Super Bowl. And I think that eight is a great number. Um, I absolutely think he's going to win it again, just like I knew he was going to win this one. It's Tom Brady, guys. You don't, um, you don't just don't doubt this guy. He's just, he's too good for you to be doubting, especially um, at this point in his career. Um, yeah, so if he, for those of you who didn't take my advice and you bet against him, you deserve to lose that money. I apologize for nothing. Yeah, I apologize for nothing. Yes, I'm a girl, and my football IQ, or acumen if you prefer, is substantially higher than the average man. Sure, I don't look like someone who knows much about football, but look to be very deceiving. I'm blonde, not stupid. It comes out of a bottle, my friends. Peroxide. Peroxide is my best friend. Sorry, boys, I'm smarter than you and prettier than you. Life is just not fair. Uh, keep in mind that Tom Brady has played in 10 Super Bowls and won 70% of the time, so it's really, really foolish to say that he cannot go back to the Super Bowl. It's even more ridiculous for anyone, like anywhere on the planet, to say that Tom Brady is not the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, he's proven that he is not the system quarterback that he's been accused of being for so many years, and he's just really, really good. Um, yeah. 
and that greatness comes from a place of like deep pain, believe it or not. You know, Tom Brady was drafted 20 years ago, 199 overall, and it forced him to play with a chip on his shoulder and it forced him to work so hard to prove people wrong. It made him the best. Um, you know, growing up, Tom Brady said that he dreamed of being Joe Montana, but Tom Brady never imagined he'd grow up and be Tom Brady. And I think that's kind of beautiful. Tom Brady, the arguably better player. And I think the moral of the story is just um, be careful who you're mean to, guys. Be careful because they might just come back and kick you in the butt. No, seriously. I think it's just, you know, be careful who you doubt. Be careful who you pick last and just be careful who you bet against, especially if you're betting money and you're not listening to me. Um, Going into the game, I can be honest, I wasn't expecting much from Gronk. I was expecting the usual suspects, so Godwin, Evans, Miller, Fournette, um, Cameron Bright. Um, all the guys that these, you know, the guys that he threw through all season. But no, not not at all. <laughs> Gronk saved the best for last. He absolutely showed up in this game. Like I was like, who is this guy? Gronk saved the best for last, and now he has 100 touchdowns. Not too shabby for a guy who just came out of retirement. I can pretty much guarantee we're going to see him back as a Buccaneer next season. Antonio Brown, I think, um, has really redeemed himself professionally, and I wouldn't be shocked to see him um, returning either. Tampa has a great team, and I absolutely think they're going to be back um, at the Super Bowl two years in a row. Um. So, fun fact, both of Mahomes' um, Super Bowl denials have actually come um, at, the to- at the hands of Tom Brady, um, believe it or not. Yeah. It's true. Um, so, he lost to Brady once in the AFC Championship, and then this time on the grandest stage in the mall, and he has ended the streak. And yes, I think Mahomes is good. Do I think he's great? No. Like, I'm not going to deny that somebody has talent. But he has never, will never, is never going to be Tom Brady. So I think that it's just really time to shut the book on that storyline. There is no Kansas City Chiefs dynasty. It was nice for people to think there was something coming that might be as good or greater than the dynasty that they had in um, New England. But if you really thought that, I think that you might just be... You are one pathetic loser. That's that's how I feel about you, if you really thought that that was the start of a dynasty. And if I've offended you, that's fine. You can um, you can send me a tweet and let me know that I offended you. My Twitter is a blonde who talks at A-B-L-O-N-D-E-W-H-O-T-A-L-K-S. And I will respond to um, anything that you have to say. Anyway, um, so yeah, there was, there's nothing coming out of Kansas City that's going to touch the dynasty in New England, but there just isn't. There, there, there isn't, there has never been another Tom Brady, Cha- like the championship period that he had in New England, that, that's ended, that's not coming, that, that's not coming again on the back of um, someone else. 
most teams are very lucky to make it to the Super Bowl once, and it's definitely impressive that uh, Mahomes made it there twice, back to back, no less. But Tom Brady has made it an impressive ten times. Like this is just astonishing, and we will not see it again in this lifetime. I guarantee it. We will not see it again. Um, I'm so sorry that I have to do this, <laughs> but I have got to talk about the weekend. I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean Saturday and Sunday. I mean the guy who, for some reason, couldn't come up with a better stage name. Um, <laughs> and his, like, pretty awful um, halftime performance. Which, by the way, he used some of his own money to produce. So, basically, he had to pay them to have him there. What I'm getting is, this is the first time the weekend has made people around the world start praying for the work week. They're like, dear God, please, I won't ask for anything ever again. I'll never commit another sin. Just just give me Monday. Just give me Monday. I don't understand this guy or his fans, why he has fans. Um, I, I'm sure that his fans are offended right now. And if his fans are listening to me again, you can send me a tweet. Um, he can't feel his face. What does that even mean? Like, is he trying to touch it with his hands and his hands don't have feeling? Because for me, anyway, I generally can't feel my face at all, like, ever. How is this a hit song? Was no one else willing to perform at the halftime show this year because of COVID? Or, heesh, I mean, like, this is by far my least favorite Super Bowl halftime performance. And last year they had Jennifer Lopez, who I cannot stand. And the year before that, they had... Adam Levine, I'm sorry, Maroon 5, <laughs> and um, they randomly had like a little cameo from Spongebob in their performance, but still, somehow, this is the worst I've ever seen, like, they should have just, they should have, and they could have just booked me, I am just as gifted, I can also sing about not feeling my body parts, for example, <clears throat> I can't feel my elbow till I bang it. And I don't love that, because it fucking hurts. See? Many, many years ago, my friend, uh, Dennis, said that the music on the radio was getting so bad, (laughs) that it was getting so bad that he could, you know, write a song called I Hit My Toe With A Hammer, and it would go straight to number one. And now Dennis is, um, how, how should I put this? Potentially the stupidest person I've ever met. And I have some great, very interesting stories about Dennis that I will probably podcast about, but that's not the point right now. The point here is Dennis was right, and if he had wrote that song today, he'd be very freaking rich. I don't want to talk about the Chiefs because I'm embarrassed for them. I think they thought that they were playing um, uh, field goal football. It's like or, or like they were playing in the field goal bowl. Like They were just okay with getting these these um these field goals like as long as as long as they were getting the field goal in it was like good enough uh like you know as long as they were hearing but how good was it when you were losing man anyway (laughs) moving on um we kept hearing about Mahomes' injured toe um are you serious can someone get justin timberlake in here and have him sing you know that number one hit Super Bowl 52, Tom Brady played with a sliced throwing hand. Let me repeat that. Sliced throwing 
hand. Slice throwing hand. Yeah, slice throwing hand. Um, he lost that Super Bowl, but he played with a significant injury. Mahomes hurt his toe. I'm just wondering if it's because he hit it with the hammer from Dennis's song. A sore toe is not an excuse to play like shit. Okay. I could have played better and I can't play football. A fan, a fucking fan somehow made their way onto the field. And before someone asks, uh, no, that fan was absolutely not me. I swear to God, it wasn't me. I mean, I wish, I wish I could say it was, but it, it, it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> Um, anyway, and this fan wasn't on the field for very long, but this guy got more yards than Kansas City's offensive line. I could have run faster, and some of uh, Patty Cake's throws, I think I could have caught them from my couch. I'm sorry, it's just true. I could have caught them from my couch. But I didn't, and why would I want to? Because I'm a box fan. Um, you can't win a Super Bowl playing like that. The commentary is making all kinds of excuses at this point. And they're making these excuses for him. They're, you know, they're blaming 90, 90, 95 penalties on, in the first half. I'd be rich if I had a dollar for every time I heard the words, um, and I quote, the refs didn't help Mahomes. Shut up. Yeah, seriously, shut up. I'm so confused. Like, don't you want the refs to play fair? Most of the time I hear people, you know, complaining about they helped Tom Brady. Well, if helping Tom Brady is wrong, logically, helping Mahomes is wrong, too. It's just the anybody but Brady mentality. Like, I just, I just can't, it's period, I just can't take it. Like, Brady is constantly lynched for fictitious help from referees. But if it's Mahomes, you want the refs to help. The double standard is just ridiculous. So then I'm watching the, the post game, and um, Patrick Mahomes uh, it was speaking first. And he said that he realized he couldn't win the game when he threw his interception in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. End of the game. That's, that's a joke. Like, that's a joke, right? Like, that sounded so stupid. I'm really stupid sometimes, but I will never be Patrick Mahomes realizing in a fourth quarter without a touchdown, stupid, like, ever, that he can't win the Super Bowl. As if he didn't look stupid enough with his his fiance. God God bless her. She um, she went on, on the internet and decided that she should um, go after ESPN. Yep, she attacked the SPN for showing Patrick looking, you know, sad and defeated during the game. Are you that much of a brat, Brittany? Like, honestly, I think the answer is yes. They always show uh, frustrated and sad players. Uh, for example, Tom Brady versus the Seahawks. Richard Sherman screaming and yelling, his heart is gone. That's legendary. Um, Patriots versus uh, Atlanta when Edelman had to hype up Brady again. Also legendary. The difference is Brady stops sulking and gets back up and gets back in the game. Brittany, if you're listening, you probably are because you, like Bill Belichick, are uh, an ego maniac. Um, your boyfriend may have a lot of money, sweetheart, but he doesn't have 
like Brady's talent, his drive, his ambition, and he sure doesn't have his heart. I'm sorry. It, it just is what it is. Tom Brady pounding memes exist everywhere. Tom Brady crying, Tom Brady throwing a tantrum, hitting the bench with his helmet. The list goes on. We've all seen it. You know who never mentions this shit? Giselle Bunchen. Probably because Giselle, well, is more than someone's girlfriend. She has her own career and isn't just kind of pretty. Um, Brittany, you can't sit with us. You are not mentally tough enough to ever watch football. Stay off Twitter. You just got canceled for being a racist online. Like, just hide somewhere. Nobody likes a sore loser, but everybody hates a fucking racist. That's all I'm going to say. Nobody complains when um, Tom Brady looks sad because everybody hates a winner. It's not a slight, it's reality. If Patrick can't take the heat, then he should get out of the kitchen. Like, last year he was playing Jimmy G, a.k.a. Tom Brady's old backup. This time you are playing the real deal, the OG, the G-O-A-T, and you lost because Tom Brady is the best, period, ending of discussion. If, if you're not willing to accept that Tom Brady is the greatest QB to play the game, you're not qualified to talk about football. It's really that simple. Um, Tom Brady's MVP made me so happy because despite what the internet would have you believe, he deserved it. He really really did. He just, he deserved it so much. And I was so happy for him. And, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, and, and then people have to call him a cheater because, you know, they've never dared to achieve greatness. So they have to hate greatness instead. It must be a sad fucking life. Just, just sad. Um, regardless, that MVP moment was my favorite, especially when he addressed the crowd and said, I think we all know this was going to happen. Uh, sorry, I think we all knew this was going to happen. With regard to the win, Tom know. They all didn't know. But you knew and I knew, so everyone else is irrelevant. And that's my opinion. And if anyone opposes my opinion, they're wrong because I'm always right. And you can also tweet me about that, too. I'm ridiculously proud of Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I'm thrilled to tell you. I'm thrilled to tell the world, you know, my team had four wins in the playoffs and Tom Brady's seventh ring is in the freaking works. The Super Bowl is such a bittersweet time for me because um, I sort of turn into a little bit of Bill Belichick myself when the game ends. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, sitting here, I'm high on the game. And then I realized that, oh yeah, football season's over. Honestly, football season's too short. Um, so I'm sitting here right now, and I'm like, is it training camp yet? Is it training camp yet? After the Super Bowl, it should just jump straight to summer, my second favorite season, right after football. Football season is even better than Christmas season, and that's just a lot because I really like presents. And thanks to the Postal Service, I am actually still getting them, which is like, yay! <laughs> so here's the little story about me, as promised. I am made of doll parts. My hair, color, length, whatever, it's all fake. My nails are fake. My eyelashes are fake. And I don't care if people know that. And you're probably like, why is she telling us this? Well, it's because I got so excited over that second um, Gronk touchdown that I was like, what the <laughs> <laughs> and I jumped up like so fast fast and my pin and pony 
just dropped to the, the, the floor. And as you can hear my cat outside the door again, she just, she really wants to be famous. I don't know what to do with her anymore. Anyway, Pin and Pony came out. Um, it was on the floor, like whose hair falls off on the floor, but really like you can't make this stuff up. It literally just land on the floor. And I'm just like, oh, well, whatever, doll parts, pick it up, put it back in. People always ask me why I don't just grow my own hair. Well, I think it's because um, I do grow my own hair. This is really thin and it doesn't have any volume. It's like a mute. It's not because I bleached my hair. It's literally because my dad, I mean, like my jerk dad, he literally had no hair. And so I inherited that the thin hair, um, insomnia, and uh, his godforsaken nose. What an ass. Okay. Before I go, I just want to congratulate Aaron Rodgers on his MVP. So congratulations. It doesn't affect my life. I mean, Brady has more than you. Still better. Um, being MVP wasn't enough, though, as Aaron Rodgers decided he needed 15 more minutes of fame, guys. So um, he went on to announce that he is now engaged to actress Shailene Woodley, who he's been dating for all of five minutes. Um, Aaron has been consistently stepping down since he broke up with Olivia Munn. And thank God, because Olivia Munn is a goddess and she could do so much better than Aaron Rodgers. He was never on her level, like ever. Um, P.S. Steelers fans complaining about ben, uh, ben not winning comeback player of the year. Ben was never bad, so how is he a comeback player? Alex Smith certainly deserved it, and I wish him the biggest... Um, congratulations. And now I'm at the point in my show that I was kind of dreading, but uh, I hear and I have to say it. Um, whew, this week we lost Christopher Plummer, who is a magnificent actor, magnificent part of my community as an actress. And this is kind of how I feel about having lost him. Well, uh, nothing was the same when you were away and It'll be all wrong again after you leave. Film was never the same before Christopher Plummer, and it will never be the same again without him. He is going to be so, so sorely missed by so, so many. Can you sneak me a drink? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, when you leave, can you sneak me a drink? Because that, that's what he said. So I'd like to join him in a drink. I'd like to have a drink with Christopher Plummer someday. When I get to the sky, Godspeed, Christopher Plummer. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to the This Blonde Can Talk About Anything podcast. My name is Melanie with two L's. I hope you'll tune in to the next episode where I will talk about my favorite topic myself. This thing keeps going off on its own, so I guess Christopher Plummer really wants me to sneak him a drink. Thanks for tuning in. Um, so yeah, tweet me your comments, tweet me your questions, tweet me your insults. I don't care. Just tweet me um, at a blonde who talks. Later.